creating those memories, creating those habits as a family is very, very important. So that's my, my number one and most important place. Three, two, one. What is up, everybody? You are listening. You are watching to the Content Elevation Podcast. I am your host, Gabe Rock. Hope you all doing well. And now in the month of June, already making that turn um, uh, full into the summertime. And it's been a great time here. And actually, it's been rainy a little bit here in Langley. We actually had a... Um, this whole week, we've been having like a good, uh, almost like a stand down week for A6, where we did some team building exercises, and then we ended up doing um, some process improvement stuff, just trying to make sure our team is synchronized across the directorate. And so it's going to be really very, very well spent time. And I think just making sure that we make time for each other. And I know it was kind of hard. Some of the some of the teammates were like, "Well, this is kind of hard to, to take a whole week off to do these things because we got a lot of demanding customers out there." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. People are probably trying to get a hold of us, or whatever." It is, but this is important. Like, if we kept on going and just sort of, uh, just kind of uh, uh, not you know, fine tuning some of our processes and some of our relationships together as a team, I think uh, we we would be doing ourselves a disservice. And then we're gonna kick it, uh, finish it off with a summertime uh, barbecue on Friday. That's just gonna serve as a large hail and farewell, basically to all of our um, uh, teammates that will be uh, PCSing this summer. And then um, we'll go through that whole churn and then welcome a brand new team and looking forward to all that transition. One of the team building events we did, I've never done this before. So I've done like the four colors or four lenses, whatever it is. And then there's another one where you basically had to build like these, we had all these puzzles that we had to build these buildings. It was, it was pretty cool. But the coolest one was this thing called Sea Shanty. I didn't realize this was a thing. So like a sea shanty, kind of like a, apparently it's a song that people would create in order to kind of pass the time or just kind of keep everybody on point of what you're supposed to be doing. And uh, um, but it's like like from Pirates of the Caribbean, like yo ho yo, like those kind of things. To me, they eventually sound like drinking songs. But one of the tasks is we had to actually come up with one as a team A6. And so we came up with one. Uh, three groups all came out with three songs. We're going to hear. I believe we're going to see and hear the because um, they videotaped it and then they're going to they're we're dropping a mixtape. Maybe, maybe not. But the idea of creating the song that we did, I was helping uh, choreograph, uh, uh, organize all the whole thing for our team, just kind of organizing them. We ended up using the Drunken Sailor. If you look up Drunken Sailor, a uh, sea shanty, it's just like that kind of uh, rhyming pattern. And then eventually I got everybody. And then one of the one of the teammates started incorporating like choreography into the whole thing. And then it turned into like a fourth grade recital. Like it was it was the, all there was this, there was this, there was all kinds of hand motions. It was very, very fun. And so for our team for like an hour and 15 minutes, we knocked out a song. Who knew? Who knew we as a team we could create a song? It was pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, definitely some uh, um, well-spent time as a team looking forward to the outbrief and just kind of continuing to move forward together as one. So, uh, and also by the time you hear this, uh, we will gain back uh, the head of the household. Uh, the baby mama will actually be back in the house. I'm looking forward to her. I know she was gone and in, um, in Arizona for three weeks and finally she's coming back to a house full of boys. Probably not happy about that part, but I'm sure she'll be happy to see Sally and uh, um, getting her back into the fold. And so I plan on going back at the, out to Arizona in July. Already kind of sketching that out with the boys. It's going to be a boys trip. And so mom got to spend some time with uh, Lana. So now Ben and I are going to head out there this summer, um, spend some time uh, just having fun. And it'll be good to go visit uh, visit my in-laws, visit our family. And so it's going to be cool. So I'm looking forward to those. Already looking forward to a summer vacation. So this week I wanted to talk about, um, I, I heard this other 
uh, podcast. It was talking about like something along the lines of the places where you spend the most time at, and how does that define you? Um, define you as a person. So a lot of times, you know, you're going to be you're shaped by the by your surrounding peers or your friends or your family, and who you who you surround yourself with ends up having a large influence on you. And so I talked to uh, what I started thinking about it. I really there's three main places that I actually kind of. Um, basically just kind of shuttle around between these places and uh, but they're important they're important to me and they actually shape me as a person so I want to talk about the power of my three places so the first place I got to talk about is obviously this house this home so this is where our family resides and this is like my home base like pun intended home base is this for me and so you know I um if you if you caught up some of my uh, um, previous content you'll understand that like I I tend to uh, inter interchange some of the um the uh, languages that I use in different places. Um, so I'll use work language here. So for instance, the battle rhythm of this family is we always have we always have an 1800 dinner time. It's family dinner time. We all know what time it's supposed to be there, six-ish, depending on if we have stuff going on. And so you have one rule, or we have, yeah, uh, well, I don't know if it's two rules, but the rule is you either cook or you clean, one of the two. You're gonna be, you're a part of one of those crews and you're gonna contribute to the family dinner. And it also ends up becoming like our check-in. So, you know, how to check in with Ben, how does high school, uh, how does his school went? Is soccer practice coming up? What's coming? Uh, how are you going to sign up for your classes next year? All that jazz. Talking to Gina, seeing all the different kind of things she's exploring. She's already planning a hike in September with her brother and her dad. So I got to be on logistics duty and help her out, um, figure out some of those solution sets. And then for me, just kind of like, what did something stupid happen at work or what, what am I dealing with? And then how am I going to, did I buy any other shoes? Yes, I did buy some shoes. So the, um, that idea of just kind of checking in with each other, because this is my recharging station. You know, if you, this is a, where if I don't have my family, I don't really have anything. And the important piece for me is making sure I always carve out time for that. And even our daughter, Lana, like when she's out in Arizona, I try and check in with her every once in a while just to make sure she's surviving. Um, she got her new cat. Finally, uh, Appa, I get to meet her in July. And so, you know, it's, it's, I make time to make sure that I know that it's, it's important to me and I want them to, they just bring so much to my life. So my home place is very, very important. And so, um, making sure just as much as, you know, we, we ain't starving and I want to make sure that our, our family, um, is doing well, but it takes, uh, energy, right? We want to dedicate it towards it. How are we, when are we going to be doing something together? How can we find some time? Like on Thursday, we're going to go see, uh, Spider-Man because Ben has to work on the weekends. And so it kind of ruins the movie opening experience, but he really wants to see it. So I already bought the tickets. So we're going to see it on Thursday. So that's going to be dope. But it's a it's a family movie event, and Lana already knows when if she wants to go see the movie, she can she can text me, and uh, she's asking me to pay for the tickets because it's family movie rules. Because if she was here, I would be paying for her ticket. And so I, if she asks me for certain like MCU movies, you really uh, usually MCU movies and certain certain other ones, um, yes, she can. I will pay for that ticket, and then all of a sudden she's ordering like thirty dollars of food. I didn't approve that, but she already did it. So what am I going to do? So that idea of just kind of. Um, Creating those memories, creating those habits as a family is very, very important. So that's my, my number one and most important place. Hey, what's up team? This is Gabriel, Gabrock Avila. Leading in the modern military across multiple generations takes a constantly evolving set of skills to ensure no one is left behind. Being selected to serve as a squadron commander in the Air Force is potentially the greatest level of influence you can have on people that will last for the rest of their career. My new book, No Pressure, provides practical advice and reality-tested recommendations to leaders on how you can successfully serve across your command tour and be the inspirational leader everyone needs you to be. 
Be inspired at any echelon within your unit to not be another cog in the machine and be the leader you've always wanted to follow. You can buy your copy of No Pressure at ConstantElevation.co, Amazon, or Barnes & Noble to include the ebook versions. Don't wait for the future. Define the future. The second place I want to talk about is my um, place of function. And so they, all, all three places have Fs in it. They start with F. I like alliteration. So place of function, really, where I go to work, right? And so I, I spend the majority of the day uh, um, there and just kind of uh, in, in my assigned role as a division chief and just continuing to serve, continuing to serve in the Air Force. I, I still love this job. I, I, I do wish the job was somewhere west of including Texas. But um, other than that, I really, really enjoy finally getting comfortable in my skin and, and the responsibilities that we have here. It's not, it's not easy by any means. It's very, very difficult trying to make, ch uh, uh, create change and create positive change together as a team. Sometimes we talk past each other, but like oftentimes I can kind of sense some processes that need to be improved or uh, I just kind of have that organization energy where like, hold on a second, let me just kind of break this down to something simple that I understand. So hopefully other people can understand it and just create conditions for our function um, in the Air Force, specifically in the cyber community, um, to make sure that we're contributing to, um, uh, to the warfighter. And um, I try not to get bogged down in too many staffisms, but I think we are slowly but surely we have some we're going to have some turnover this summer and we're already I'm not I'm not waiting for it. I'm already kind of trying to shape the team and accordingly we got some new teammates coming on board and I think that fresh uh fresh blood, fresh perspective will help and, and just making making those connections even stronger. Um but yeah, the place of function is very very important because I I I, I want to be there for my team, so I try to make sure I manage my time uh, wisely for either. We, we, we talked about this in the team building event, the importance of um, physical presence of being together as a team. And so you, you, you always hear like the joke around, like, well, let's just lock them in a room and make them figure it out in two hours. Because spoiler, they will figure it out in two hours. They have nothing to distract them. We talked about like... We, we work in the same building with three floors, and sometimes we don't even talk to each other. We're just busy just electronically talking to each other, which is, you know, a, a shadow of what that kind of communication really should be. So when you find out we go and just go talk to somebody, go walk up and down the stairs or visit someone in the office, it actually saves a lot of time because we're now synchronized as a team. And so just it's easy. And like I talked about in my last uh, episode, it's, these are freshman things we already know. But like for some reason, we just kind of struggle with it at the senior level. So my job is, I believe, is in in this functioning team, I want us to function well. So let's break down those barriers, let's create the efficiencies and make sure that we're being inclusive with everybody's ideas. And then eventually someone's gonna have to make a decision. But I think we, we are well on our way to just kind of sharpening ourselves as a team. I'm looking forward to it. I wish it didn't take this long for us to do it, but I believe the the things happened in the past, they happened in the past. We're just gonna, we're gonna work together to create a, a well-functioning, uh, high-performance team. I, I do believe that. Finally, my third place is a place of fitness. So um, I do realize that um, I, I work at CrossFit Hampton Roads. I'm one of, luckily, uh, like you heard before, I'm the the uh, diversity coach. I'm the only male and the only minority on staff. So, um, but all joking aside, it has been awesome. I love being part of that team. And the impact that I get to have there is to the community. Right, I get to actually interface with all of our athletes and just help them achieve their goals and um, very, very thankful and grateful for Lindsay for hiring me. I'm always going to keep on saying that because she lets me kind of do what I need to do. I'll obviously present her all of my ideas and, and it's based on my experience of running two previous affiliates and being a coach for almost like 10 years or something like that. And so it's just, it's important to me. It's a passion. And so my experiences I want to bring to the table, I offer it up to the team and they just kind of let me do what I need to do. Um, they, I think they are growing a little bit more accustomed to, I do tend to want a little bit of organization or 
it's really because I care. I don't want it to turn into a shit show. If I'm representing her brand, I want to make sure that it's professional. And it does take some some um, organization and leadership to get it done. I'm not mean by any means, but like I'm I am particular about how I run certain events. But it's always what run well and people enjoy it. So that's my measure of success. But that that ability to impact like um, community lives, no matter where they're at in their fitness journey, is super duper important. Um, we have a really good community out there. We went to like a brewery the other um, month ago, and I think they're planning on a, some kind of hike in uh, Shenandoah um, uh, National Park uh, next month. Yep, in June. Uh, and so it's just kind of cool, right? And we need those outlets. I need that time to actually, one, work out, Two, I, I enjoy the challenge of creating my lessons plans, lesson plans, um, organizing class, making sure people are having a good time, checking on people and pushing them, pushing themselves when they really don't want to be pushed and or rating them back in when they're going a little bit too aggro. All those parts and just kind of dealing with a human element. That's why I really, really love coaching. So if I didn't have that, I can tell when I'm not actively coaching and or um, uh, being involved in fitness, doing my own workouts, I get kind of weird. And so it's just part of my routine now. It's a it's a different kind of challenge for me, a different kind of outlet from my responsibilities at work and then even my responsibilities in this house. But it's part of who I am. And I, like I mentioned earlier, I interchangeably use all of the the kind of tips and techniques and from each role um, in the other roles that I serve in. So sometimes I'm a dad in the gym. Sometimes I'm a coach at work and all those kind of in between, you know, different variances. I love doing those pieces. And so when, when we talk about, when you hear the phrase, like be, bring your authentic self to work, it's all of it. It's me as a coach. It's me as a dad, it's me as a husband, it's me as an officer in the air force. All those things are wrapped around into me. And that's just kind of who I am as a person. And so I do try and be a positive example for those, uh, um, that I get to serve with and hopefully inspire. I did earlier in the week, I actually served on a um, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month uh, panel, uh, distinguished, it was out of AETC. I believe they're gonna try and post some links to that. And so it was really fun, just sh uh, sharing our stories and sharing perspectives. Um, uh, I, get, I guess for me as a senior officer, I kind of share my perspective and trying to pay it forward to the to the young uh, officers and listening civilians um, to say that we're out here and you can make it happen. If I can make it, y'all can make it. So just making sure I pay it forward as well in that in that um, uh, place. But yeah, so those are my my top three places and why they help define me as a leader. I hope all of you have, if it's not three or four or whatever it is, you should have just take advantage of all the things that we have um, available to us and then find your leadership style and really hone it and borrow borrow from other other roles and responsibilities that you serve in because it just it just you get more reps, you get more practice of being you because that's what we need out there. You to rise to your potential. Hey. So uh, team, thank you again for tuning, tuning in this week. Um, we will be at the regular time after that uh, or next week because we're going to be hitting the don't plan on any TDYs. I don't think yet in June, but we'll see. There's, there might be some reason for me to go, go somewhere. But until then, take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Constant Elevation. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. Visit our site at constantelevation.co. Find and follow us on Facebook at constantelevation.co. And like and follow me on Instagram at, at gaybrock01. As always, don't wait for the future. Define the future.